Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. I might chip out, man. I got this, yeah. And now, this is the moment you've all been waiting for. It's time to listen to Reese and Dan on the Ankle Pick Pod. Ankle Pickers, welcome back. Monday post, uh, what fight do we have this weekend? 279. <laughs> That's bad. <laughs> all the numbers, you know, the numbers are tough. Um, we're back for set the spread. UFC Vegas 60. Corey Sandhagen, Song Yudong, the main event of that one. Uh, before we get things started, I'm going to pass it off to Reese. And uh, yeah, Reese, go for it. Yeah, we got some really troubling news, sad news last night about Elias Theodoro passed away at the young age of 34. For those newer to the sport, he was. A, a tough champion um, and he actually had a really good record in the promotion eight and three not sure why they ultimately cut him but he went on and, and did a lot of great things for the sport pioneered um, cannabis use within the USADA rules and actually due to his illness was the first fighter to be cleared to you to have a medical exemption to use uh, cannabis during his fight camp for the fight that he had in December and also a little bit of a, another weird tidbit, but he was the first ever ringman for Invicta FC. True story. So a guy that had a good Twitter presence and, and all the stories were flowing out on Twitter yesterday about him. And it sounds like he's just a very good, charitable, down-to-earth guy. So the world lost a real one in Elias Theodoro. And I'm wishing his family and all his close friends, you know, the best. It's sad news. You never want to see anyone die in any circle, but... He was a, a pretty notable name inside the MMA space and a guy who did a lot of charitable stuff and a lot of fan meet and greets and just a good guy. So you hate to hear that. Um, feel bad for his family and friends. Tough, but. Definitely. Just, I think that there is yeah. a, uh, a GoFundMe being organized by his family that, that I think Aaron Braun said or an aerial were promoting. So okay, um, yeah. if you're, if, if you're listeners, if you're a fan of his and want to reach out to help his family, I think that that's the, Best yeah. way to do it at this point, or or obviously just knowing it, it came out that it was stage four liver cancer, and there's you know cancer's just a fucking bitch. So if you ever can do something, a four a three k or a charitable donation, you know all that stuff goes a long way. But yeah, sad news. Don't want to start the episode off like that, but definitely worth mentioning. When I got that news late last night, a guy that I never met in person, but still felt deep sorrow for just from his from the way he's acted in the community and has treated people that I do know um really sad to see good guy so all right Kobe turn this ship around before yeah with a heavy heart show yeah. must go on here um we mentioned set the spread for Sandhagen Songy Dong this is a 6 p.m central time main card in the apex in Las Vegas Nevada and ankle pickers on this card. We got Tony, Tony Grab, Tony Gravely fighting on the prelim card, not for a set the spread point versus Javid Basharat. Who's favorite in that one? I don't want to say. I'm Got pretty it. sure it's Basharat. Yeah, it shouldn't be by too much, but 
No, it shouldn't be by too much. There's a Minus one in 150 front. range. 150. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to be on Tony. I think people are, I mean, Bostrad hasn't shown that he can defend a takedown, especially the likes of Gra- uh, Gravely's wrestling. But, uh, you know, you got a 12 and 0 and a pretty decently hyped prospect, too. So I had a feeling Gravely's going to get the short end of the stick there. Yeah. More taping to do. And, uh, but I guess for now, we got a couple of guys that are looking to be on Gravely at the dog price, which is nice. Um, Dan's coming off two set the spread victories in a row. Tied things up at 15. See, Reese is going to cue the recount, cue the voting machine issue. What do we got? Actually, though, I mean, this is like fucking Georgia or whatever happened. This is bullshit. You always mix up the numbers. It doesn't feel like Dan's tied. It feels like I've outperformed him, but whatever. I challenge you to go back through the set of spreads and tell me where I always mix up the numbers because I think it happened one time. Nope. That's one time too many, Country Club. That's one time too many. It's a long many. season, Reese, and I've been on your tail. I've been on your tail just drafting, wait, waiting to pass. Yeah, yeah, whatever. It's fine. Even with the recount, I'll still win. Even Or even with the miscount, I don't even care. Don't need it. First fight we're going to break down here, uh, featherweight bout, Damon Jackson and Pat Sabatini. Dan coming off oh, yeah. victory. Right. He's no, going like to lead one. things off. Um, this is, this is a really fun matchup. I'm a big fan of Pat Sabatini's. He's an extremely great grappler. Uh, and it's a change of pace for Damon Jackson. who has been a big old favorite in his past three or so fights and really hasn't had any stiff competition since that Ilya Topurio, uh, loss. Um, and that's why I think he's gonna be a dog here. I've got Sabatini as the favorite. I think his grappling is really going to shine. He himself is on a six fight win streak. Uh, that includes some better names than I, at least similar uh, contenders or, or guys that I have at similar levels to Damon Jackson and the Jamal Emers and Christian Connolly's. Um, and Sabatini's gotten that done with almost no problems. So I'm going to go Sabatini minus 200. Mm. Yeah, I agree with Sabatini being the favorite. And it's no knock on Damon Jackson. I actually am a big fan of Damon Jackson. I think he's like, I wasn't a big fan of him at first. And the more he's progressed through the UFC, the more you realize that he's not just this lay and pray leech sub guys. Hands have come together a little bit. His wrestling's come together a little bit. So he's a guy that I wasn't high on and I've, I've grown to be a big fan of. Nonetheless, though, Dan kind of touched on it. The level of competition, you got to give a nod to Sabantini. He's obviously undefeated inside the UFC. So the question really for me, and it sounds like it was also for Dan, was is it over under 200? Now that we're supposedly tied, um, I'm going to go under. I'm going to say minus 190 for Pat Sabatini. Supposedly, Reese is going to take this point. Yeah, that's what I thought. Minus 180. What do you mean by supposedly? I guess I don't know what he means by supposedly that he's. Tired. Oh, okay. Sorry, sorry. I I what didn't pick I up that you were. Saying, what sorry. I was no, saying. No, let's move on. Everyone, I I was picking up on something from Kobe that I thought that the number was like all over the no. place on different books, and no. I missed Kobe the first just, part. So let's just go to Kobe the next. Just doesn't do English no goodly, and what I was saying was he also doesn't do math no goodly. So because supposedly, you and I are tied. This one. Opened. I like that eighty-five number. I do. Really. Mm-hmm. Eighty. And it's actually kind of on its way down. 
Minus 225 opened five days ago. Mm-hmm. See, I would have expected that, more of a 220. I thought see, it was going to win when you said 190. But. See, my thought was it would be in that 190 range, but it would have come up from open. I would have thought it would have opened closer to even. It's interesting that the Lions go in the opposite way. Remember how bad Damon Jackson looked? Some of those rounds against Dan Argetta. Yeah, but there's but Dan Argetta's undefeated. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Undefeated Dan Argetta. Damon Jackson still got it done. He's a dangerous guy. But he also did get finished in two seconds by Ilya. But Ilya's also fucking whatever. We're getting off topic. Fucking Ilya. Reese is gonna take the heavyweights, Tanner Bozier and Rodrigo Nascimento. Mm, glad to see Tanner Bozer back. I for, actually forgot about him. He was a guy that like got a lot of love, like, and, and no disrespect to him whatsoever. But like, I remember in like a lot of different communities, he got a lot of like MMA communities I'm in. He got a lot of gas. Tanner Bozer, the next guy to be the heavyweight front runner, or whatever. And he really hit road bumps when he got to the like older, like, veterans of the sport dropping to Eli Latifi and Andre Orlovsky. And I remember he was like a big favorite in both and he couldn't justify it. Took a long layoff. I mean, a little over a year since his last fight when he beat Ovi in St. Peru. I, I don't know. I, I don't know, man. I think Bozer could be a more, if he was really, really disciplined, his frame would look better and feel better at 205. Like he's definitely packing a couple extra spare tires there and he's giving up size. Um, but on the same side, Rodrigo Nascimento, I, I mean, am I really going to sit here and like act like I'm a huge backer to Nascimento? I, I believe he won. Yeah, he won. Dan, it's a draw on Badeau. He won and got DQ'd for some shit, right? Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, yeah, I think he won and got a performance bonus there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he got DQ'd. So, yeah, just the loss to Daukus in the UFC, which I know Dan's not to be. I mean, I'm going to I'm gonna pretend like the steam is still on Bozer. Um, I, I don't – I know he's dropped two bad ones, but they were so long ago. I, but I'm going to make him a slight favorite. I think he's going to be giving up size here. But I do think he's – probably a little sharper um so yeah I, i'm gonna go slight though on the bozer side but very slight i'll go bozer minus 140 nasi mento plus 120 i hope that's not just an egregiously terrible line i know it's, it's a great line it's a great line and i'll tell you i'll tell you why because i would have it pretty similar i'd have maybe a little bit closer to even mm. um you're you I'm using my same strategy as last time, though. These are heavyweights with a slight skill discrepancy. Let's inflate that line ridiculously. Give me 170, 175. It's going to be stupid big. It should be like 120, but give me Bozer minus 175. Math checks out. I'm not sure how we got there, but minus yeah. 190. Wait, okay. Bozer. Time out. How, wait, 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 wait. We have a couple of things. Right? Minus 190 for Tanner. That, that's what we're doing with heavyweights now. Wait, we're what looking are you at heavyweights yeah, and you're saying, what are you talking about? That's the trend recently. Is What's heavyweights are matched up and there's a slight skill discrepancy. And all of a sudden we've got a weirdly inflated line. So this should be even, but there's a slight skill discrepancy. So it's going to be a weirdly inflated Bozer line. And I was right on top of it. 
Yeah, you were. I won't deny that. I don't. I, I the the math, like Kobe said, I got lost, but I won't deny the results. I mean, I, it was the same thing that got me in the Cyril Gone one. I just went way over you. I was like, th- these lines are stupid. I do that checks out. Yeah, this, one, check this out. one opened two twenty closure. Bad line. But again, I told you, like in some of the circles I'm in, like he gets a lot of love, and I and I'm not no disrespect to the guy. I just haven't seen where everyone's coming from. He's hit or miss. I mean, he looked really bad against the Lear. Uh, I think he got he cut did. after the OSP win, which was a weird. He got cut. Um, I, don't think, he I think he did. Cut. Or at least removed from the roster. I remember that whole saga. Hmm. Well, so after, so right after the OSP win, he's had cancel bouts with Sergey Pavlovic, Nascimento, and Romanov, who are all rostered. So I don't know about, I don't know if he actually ever got released but i'll find it let's move to the next yeah not 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 worth diving into next is a featherweight matchup andre feely and bill lgo dan go for it awesome everyone knows that bill lgo is my guy but he is one of those fighters that's just a little bit frustrating to bet on in the sense that he he's okay to be on his back uh, he trusts his jujitsu. He isn't always the highest output fighter, um, but he's very skilled. And, and, and it's, it's part of the reason why he hasn't moved to a more legit team. And he's still just doing an LGO MMA and he's his own head coach. Andre Feely is going to bring the fight to him, which is just something you can always expect from, from uh, touchy Feely. He, he's a gamer and Reese doesn't like his alpha male uh, I do affiliation. Not. But I do think that this is a really good matchup for him in the sense that he's got a lot of counterparts at Team Alpha Male that are going to be re- have him ready for Algio's grappling. And I think that on the feet, Touchy Feely is going to be the heavier hitter, the more active guy. Um, and optically, he's going to be the one on the front foot pressing, pressing the pressure. Um, so I'm going to have Touchy Feely as a slight favorite. It is a little bit of a grappler versus striker, striker matchup to me. And I usually do tend to favor the grapplers, but that's not the kind of grappler that Algeo is. And I don't think he's just going to have dominant top position for a majority of this fight. Um, so I'm, I'm going to go with touchy feely minus one twenty five, Yeah. You put me in a weird spot. Um, Cause His, his TKO went over Herbert Burns one most recently. The tapology thing is win, exhaustion from damage, round two. Um, which is, I've never seen that before. Um, I, yeah, this one's weird. Um, I mean, Feely is on a, on a skid. Uh, outside of his split decision went over Charles Jordan, which is a very favorable match for up for him as far as styles go. Feely loves to just swing in the pocket and and, and stand. Bryce Mitchell loss. Joanderson Brito, a guy Bill Algio beat, although the game plan was definitely weird. I do think Touchy Feely is going to be a favorite. I 125 is a good line. Um I'll do I'll do what Danny was said first. I'll go minus one twenty, touchy feely. 
This is an all-timer for the ankle pick podcast. Andre Feely, minus 120. Oh, let's go. Oh. <laughs> let's go. Damn, that one's got to hurt. That stings. That's dead. That really does. That's awesome, actually, is what that is. I love to see it. You love to see it for multiple reasons, but mainly because that was a much needed point. That's an in- Dan, who do you like there off the rip? You know, I like touchy feely. And it's it sucks because I'm a big Algeo fan. That's why I wanted your opinion. The game plan is not there for, for touchy touch. He's gonna be on top. Yeah, but Team Alpha Male doesn't game plan. Also, Kobe, what did that line open at? 160 LGO. Wow. Just two weeks. Yeah, that's a bad line. That's a bad line. Wow. That's why okay. That's interesting. Um, co-main wasn't scheduled to be the co-main, but what we had a Giga for Sadiq Youssef fight get canceled, I believe. Hmm. We got a middleweight bout, Chidi Njokuani. Njokuani. I've always called him Chidi Njokani, but it's Kuani. That's why it's tripped me up. Hmm. Fight Gregory Rodriguez, middleweight bout. Reese, go for it. So Gregory Rodriguez lost to Armin Petrosian. So you know how we all feel about that here uh i don't know where dan's head's at i know where cobes head's at on that one um he looked great against jung young park though dusko tortovich leaves his head in the air josh friend even on the regional scene i mean this man's level of competition is not something to scoff at even on the regional scene but there's also been some clear lapses okay and this is where danny's logic from earlier comes in he lost to jordan williams in the contender series instant ko Lost Ar- uh, Armin Petrosian, something that probably shouldn't happen. And so when you have suspect losses, you can cap how big of a favorite they are. You know what I mean? Like you can't see a guy who has a lot of suspect losses being minus 300. And I think that um, Danny was kind of on that with the Tanner Bozer, even though the, the logic was flipped that, he knew Tanner Bozer wasn't going to be super inflated because Tanner Bozer is losing to the Tifi. So even if there's a skill gap, he can't be minus 400. But he knew that it was going to be inflated because the skill gap's there. That's kind of where this is. Um, now, Chidi and Chukwani is a guy that I have lost all of the monies on. And the reason why is because I used to watch him in Bellator and I was never overly impressed. And he had a tough skin in Bellator. Comes over to the UFC via Contender Series and all of a sudden is just a revitalized man. Finished Marc-Andre Burial instantaneously. Goes on and finishes Dusko Trotovich way faster than Greg Rodriguez could have. So my first instinct based on skill and from what I've seen out of these two gentlemen, I want to go uh, Greg Rodriguez is the favorite. But because of MMA math with the Dusko Trotovich-like opponents, and the fact that Chidi looks revitalized and Gregory Rodriguez is losing to Aaron Petrosian and Jordan Williams. I think I'm going to make Chidi the small favorite and emphasis on small. Actually, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to make it dead even. And I'm going to make Danny actually pick the favorite. I'm going to go 110 each way because I think that anywhere up to 140, Minus 140, you could convince me either one of these guys. Kind of like the Nate Diaz, Tony Ferguson fight of last week. 
you could make a claim. If you really brought up a PowerPoint in a presentation and told me this is why he's minus 140, I would totally buy into it. Um, so I'll let Danny decide which one he deserves to be the favorite. Because it, it's going to be darn, I would be shocked if it's anything. If it's higher than 140, Kobe, which I really, I have no idea. If one of these guys is higher than minus 140, I will take him a lower shot. So I had 140 as my number coming in. I'm going to be honest. I'm not okay. going to pick it because you gave me an opportunity. I'm just going to pick a favorite. Nice. Um, I like Gregory Rodriguez. That's, that's the, that's, I had him minus 140. Um, maybe I'm not buying into this streak of knockouts from Chidi Bang Bang as much as I should. Uh, or, or maybe I'm not buying in as much as the public is. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I see, like you said, Dusko puts his chin in the air. MAB is a, is a, is a good win, but it, really just as one punch. Um, I don't really see a lot from this record that says real contender um, besides just a bunch of streak, a streak of great knockouts. So I'm going with Gregory Rodriguez, um, whatever, uh, minus 115, 120. What's the, what's the price is right I can do there? I did 110, so 115. Yeah. So wait, but quickly, before you reveal the sticker, because I got, I need to ask Dan this question because I'm not feeling great. I kind of wanted him to go favorite on Chugani. Before, you said you don't see Chidi as, as a contender. Do you see Gregor Rodriguez as a contender in middleweight, though? It's a tough question. I, like I, think he's, I think he's got more tools than Chidi. Uh, and at three years younger, I think that it maybe could be a lot of issues resolved with some good coaching and some good game planning um, instead of just being RoboCop and trusting his hands and chin. No, I, 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 I respect that. I, I think you put it on me here. I overplayed my hand a little bit, but there's no way it's higher than 140. I think 140 is the peak because if it's higher than 140. I'd be very surprised. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Now you're getting into like, well, how can you be confident on either of these gentlemen at that high? All right, sorry, Kobe. I know we're delaying our listeners here. Open minus one forty-five, cheaty. Oh, that's Ooh. a good sign. That's a good sign. That's a good sign. Minus one fifteen, Rodriguez. <laughs> no. <laughs> As Danny was talking through it, I was wondering whether he was gonna <laughs> gonna play the game well enough to even get the point, or whether it was gonna end up being a push. Oh, if I ended up on the 120. Yeah. Because I was right there. Yikes. Yeah. That could have been two points just, like, hit directly into the net. Oh, gosh. That is devastating. Holding on. Holding on. That is devastating. You guys trading haymakers with each other on these third and fourth fights. That is devastation. I'm juiced. Back to you guys' conversation a second ago about – whether or not Rodriguez is a real contender. I looked at Armin Petrosian real quick while you guys brought that up. Chao Barayo is a better contender to me than yeah. anybody. Yeah, for sure. Stand. Thousand percent, yeah. Undoubtedly. Right. Doesn't, even, doesn't even, yes. Anyways, we've got a main event that's going wow. to decide that's- all the marbles here. Bantamweight main <laughs> event. Five rounds between Corey Sandhagen and Song Yudong. Dan's going to leave this one off. That sucked. All right. This is a interesting one. Um, 
I'm a big fan of Sandhagen. I really wish that Reese was going first because Sandhagen's on a two-fight losing streak now. Um, and Song Yudong's a team alpha male guy. So I, I had – I just don't know where Reese's head is going to be on this one. I'm a little bit nervous. Um, Song Yudong has six years on him, six years younger, which is, which is a very interesting aspect. Uh, Sanhagen has the reach, I think just by a couple inches, but he's one of the longer fighters at bantamweight. So I'm not really surprised he's got a reach advantage here. Um, he does usually use it well, but that being said, Song Yudong is a very good boxer in his own right and has great head movement, um, takes damage well, throws back with significant power. Um, it's not like Piotr Jan in the, that Sanhagen had in his last fight, but it's definitely not a striker that you can look past. That being said, I do have Corey as a pretty significant favorite here. Um, it's going to be above a two for me. I think that he's the better striker. Um, I don't expect Song Yudong to impose a, a wrestle-heavy attack, but even Corey had a, a decent time, pretty okay time dealing with TJ and Peter Piotr, who are much better wrestling threats. Um, so I'm going to go with Sandhagen. And I am going minus 250. Wow. That's weird. Okay. Not weird because I don't want you to think your line's way off. It's not. I'm th I think I'm big now. But he here's the thing. I hate Team Alpha Male. And I think that they're going to ruin our boy, Song Yudong. Do you, let me ask you a question. Is the six-year age advantage, in your opinion, an advantage or a disadvantage? The six years age being younger. I think it's been a slight disadvantage for Song up until yeah, he, he's getting to the point where he has enough experience that it, 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 he's entering a, a part of his athleticism that Corey's kind of exiting. But Corey's still 30. It's not like Corey's 34. Right, right. And that's the big thing. And so where I'm at is I think that, Bantamweight is no different than a lot of the other divisions as it's a very tiered division. And I think Sandhagen is right there with the guy that he got a split decision loss to. A lot of people scored for him and TJ Dillashaw, who's about to challenge for the belt. I think he's more talented, in my opinion, than Cheeto Vera. Um, I think he – did he beat – has he beaten – no, he's not fought – uh, Aljo. He um, fought Aljo. He lost. He lost. Or not Aljo. I meant Aldo. 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 Mm -hmm. Um. And so yeah. So if, if this stays standing, I think it's his fight to lose, and I think it will stay standing. So do you think that Song has any wrestling for him? Based on his gym, I would hope so, but I doubt it. I haven't seen it. Yeah, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it either. But I just know that's what they got to be drilling at Team Alpha. If they're not drilling that at Team Alpha, then I have no idea what they're doing down there because they have no idea what the fuck's going on. Um, I think that the the this is going to be a great learning lesson and Song Yudong's far from peak performance, but I think you're you're on it. I, I just don't think it's going to be that high because I came in here actually with minus 180 for Sandhagen and your two fifties making me a little nervous that I should be in the twos. Um, but I'm going to go minus minus one ninety, 
just to play the game a little bit, but I'm going to stick in the ones because I'm kind of a firm believer it's in the ones. And the reason so. why is because as it gets into the twos, I want to be on Song and Dong. And I never want to find myself on a Team Alpha Male Fighter. So that's if how there's I a know. one in front of it. It'll be placed when we're done recording. But you're telling before, me before, before the YouTube you're, videos up. You're telling me if it's 195, you're going to place yeah. Insta Sandhagen? Insta Sandhagen. Wow. I, I like the Corey side here. Wow. Maybe I'm a little low. I'm going to go 190 Sandhagen. And that's just because if it's in like the, if it's Danny's line, I'm doing the opposite. If it's my, if it's 250 Sandhagen, I think I'm going to play song. Um, and I hate betting team alpha male guys and I hate betting young guys. So it would be a very uncharacteristic bet for me. Um, okay. I might be bluffing. I wouldn't go place it, but I would start to think there's value there. 190 Sandhagen. DraftKings. That's our book. Corey Sandhagen, 195. What? What did I say? Come on. I'll definitely be placing that. Danny's and actually, placing. earlier this morning, it was 205. Danny's placing. 205. I wouldn't have won the point anyways. Um, you can get bet online minus 185. That it gets even lower? Yeah, I just think, Dan, at, at the 250 range or 240 range even or 230 range even, it's like I feel like you're starting – because you're basically saying what? Sandhagen wins this fight 70% clip? That's a lot. Yeah, I mean, what, what was, what's the toughest test Song Yudong has passed? I mean, the Cheeto Vera, I think, I think he lost that fight. Kyler Phillips is a worse version of Corey Sandhagen everywhere. Well, it was a unanimous decision for Cheeto Vera. And the, and I, I did. I disagree. Years ago, the biggest. We're we're talking multiple years ago for a very young fighter. Like he's very formative. I mean, but I, I I see what you're saying. But I mean, like, finished Marlon Marais almost instantaneously. I know Sanders also did, but I mean, but dude, like, look look at. I don't know. We're talking about guys two and five, or two and three in his last five. I mean, but those three, it's it's TJ, it's Piotr. Let's put it this Eljo. way. Let's put it this and way. The, Let's put it this way. Let's put it this way. When when we were pulling fights on Song Yudong's record, we could also do the same thing where Sandhagen's getting split decisions against John Lineker in the same time. Is that twenty nineteen? Back to John Lineker, but I mean, I mean I'm, I'm pulling a fight from twenty twenty one versus twenty nineteen. No, you weren't. Yeah, Kyler Phillips is 2019. No, you didn't say Kyler Phillips. You didn't say Kyler Phillips. You said all right. Uh, so Cheeto's 2020. So that's it, whatever. Um, and no, you were saying Stamen too. You were saying I never, I never once mentioned Cody Stamen pull the tape, but regardless, tape. we're talking that about chat? Split, Can you yeah, clip that chat? Let's let's do a alert shot on that. Um, no, I would mean, too risky. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> too risky. Um, regardless, we're talking about split decisions versus TJ Dillashaw versus split decisions versus Casey Kenny. They're different. They are different, but are they a hundred points and juice different? We're talking about close competitive fights with Cheeto Vera versus a close competitive fight with Piotr Jan. We're talking about a guy who got subbed in a minute a year ago. How many submissions in lifetime does does? No, I agree. It's not a threat. It's not a threat. I'm just saying that I think that a guy who's lost to Piotr Jan, TJ Dillashaw, and Aljamain in his last three of his last five. Like I'm not, I love, I like Sanhagen. I'm just saying that like, I, there are holes. He's not a guy because a 70% clip. But you're willing like, to put Song Yudong in the same 
No. Bubble but, of fighters. And no, but what I'm guys saying, you just name? No, but what I'm saying is right now the line that you were setting is he's going to win an 80% clip. I mean, that's really fucking high. And I'm saying that there's holes. That's all I'm saying. I don't know. I, I think that he gets it done in dominant fashion. I think he well, Danny owes us all, a the, all of that 190. And Country one. Club, Danny owes us a ticket. He said, "If it's in the one, if there's a one in front of it, he's slicing Sanhagen right now." <laughs> Dan, Dan I'm sure there'll be a ticket. ticket. I don't. I don't think that's something we need to pressure him into. Well, there's value though. I want him to have the value that he's talking about. Yes, sir. Speaking of which, I don't remember this was on air, but Danny was mentioning that he is plus one fifty ticket on Aljamain. Not to like, not to put you as a suspect in a robbery here, Dan, but like, holy shit, is that closing line value? <laughs> I love uh, it. That's a set the spread that we have recorded, not released. Oh, so, little insight there Uh-oh. as to where that one went. Uh oh. We gotta get those out. We're, we're taking the value from people. One day at a time. The point of recording early is it? I know. <laughs> That's on us. We didn't think that one through, but we'll get it out to you, listeners. Sorry about the mishap for this one. The next one we get early will be out early. Reese coming off the victory. Close this up. Poha! Darino Burns! Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.